The Mariners lost their starting pitcher after just two innings and experienced a really bad blow up from one of their best relievers. And yet the Astros still couldn't beat them. Oops. Break out the broom sailors. Cause we're going sweeping Colby hit it. You are locked on Mariners. Your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Sunday, August 20th, 2023. This is Tidding Gonzalez and Colby Patnett for the Locked On Mariners postgame show brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for Colby and I's Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link, as well as our social accounts, is in the description of this episode. 7-6, to the final score from Minute Maid Park. Mariners win a wild one to sweep the Astros. Another really good day for the offense, but the story in this one was the Mariners' bullpen, which had to take on seven innings of work after Emerson Hancock left the game with a right shoulder strain. Colby, your initial thoughts following the game? Do I want to make a Kyle Gibson joke? No. Um, Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, it really is a bummer, uh, obviously, that Emerson yeah. left the game. Uh, the shoulder fatigue or whatever, they, they that's not good. Like, no, obviously, no. you know, you never want to hear forearm and you never want to hear shoulder. Those are the yeah. worst. Um, so we'll see how serious of a thing that is. The Mariners will be adding Brian Wu back into the rotation, but it's possible their six-man uh, idea might be on hold or it might just be Adam Aller or Tommy Malone instead of uh, Hancock. But we'll we'll wait and see. Um, I haven't seen any reports from Scott post game yet, so a little tough to, to know how that's going to be long term. But yeah, uh, it's it's tough. You know, it's it's not something you can ever really plan for. Uh, and, you know, as tough as it is on uh, Scott and, and his, you know, this coaching staff, uh, it's pretty hard to for that bullpen just to flip a switch in the third inning, because at that point it was at the point that they knew that they were going in, it was four to nothing. And you're just Six thinking, nothing. Well, I mean they knew that they were going into the game. Oh yeah. 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 It, when they knew they had to get hot out of right. nowhere, it was yeah. still four to yeah. nothing. So you're not like in a, in the headspace really to get ready to go in and pitch in a game. So whoever was going to be first out of that pen, it's probably going to be a little bit difficult. And and unfortunately Saucedo has been so good uh, for most of the year. He just got, you know, ambushed, uh, you know, not only by the Astros, but also by the situation in general. So uh, tough for him to go out there and kind of have to wear that. But, uh, you know, the rest of the bullpen, whew, man, they stepped up in a huge way. And uh, here's something that I'll, that I'll say that uh, might surprise some people. Mm-hmm. Huge credit to Scott Service because he yep. nailed the the management of this yep. bullpen because one of the things we've talked about with Scott in regards to Scott is that I don't think, and I think you probably agree with me unless you want to be a troll here, we tend to think that Scott isn't necessarily the best at improv, right? When yeah. things don't go exactly to plan, he kind of struggles to pull the strings and, and get the plan back on track. I, I think that's fair to say today yeah. was a situation where of course it didn't go according to plan and it was all improv and you have a bullpen that is in better shape after the last few days, but still it's not mm-hmm. an immaculate shape. You have guys who you'd rather not use today and you just kind of have to empty the the chamber so to speak and scott nailed it everywhere along the way um so 
you know, again, we, we don't want to overlook like credit has to go to uh, Thornton who got five outs, Brash got four outs and then Campbell, yep. Topa, Munoz and Spire each got three. Uh, but that's a really good job from Scott. He managed uh, the match. He got the matchups he wanted with each guy. Uh, he knew when to take guys out. And when you look at, when you look at seven guys or what is that? Uh, yeah. Seven guys having to cover. Uh, is it seven? Yeah, it's seven. six. Yeah. Yeah. They well, didn't. The only guy that didn't get used was Bizardo. Bizardo. Right. Yeah. So when you look at that, you say, okay, well, somebody's going to be down tomorrow. But when you look at the pitch counts, maybe one or two of those guys are down, but nobody mm. threw an extreme amount of pitches. I think, I think the highest throw, uh, Topa threw 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was the most. So you're actually your bullpen's actually going to be in decent shape heading. Brash into, also th- uh, through twenty three. Yeah. So yeah, your bullpen's going to be in decent shape because again, you know, Spire only threw sixteen. Munoz only threw uh, eleven. Uh, even yeah. Thornton, who got five outs, only threw twenty. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, the bullpen did a really good job, and Scott knew exactly when to go get guys. He he played the matchups perfectly, um, and he even made you know some some I would claim them bold decisions like yeah. going to spire instead of munoz and, and love that uh, decision yeah and you know it's one of those things where it's like had they stuck with munoz i totally would have gotten it he's your guy yeah. it's four five six, three four five like i yeah. totally get that but because you have because you have two wins in the bag you have them in the yep. bank you look at it and you say you know munoz only threw 11 i can have him tomorrow if i take him out of this game whereas if i keep him in this game i'm eliminating him from tomorrow's game uh, and I'm going to go to Spire. I'm going to get that lefty on lefty matchup. And, you know, clearly the Mariners, I don't want to say they have something figured out with Jordan, but they, they've identified a hole in his swing that he has right this second, which I'm sure next mm-hmm. time they play will be fixed because Jordan is an absolute freak. Yep. But, you know, Spire came in and it was just fastball, 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 fastball. Just, and Jordan never really got close. Like he was late a lot on that pitch and, and, you know, Spire comes in and shut the door. So huge credit to Scott service. He absolutely deserves, uh, you know, and, along with Woodworth and, and ACTA, because again, this is a, everything that happens in a game from pitching decisions typically is pre-planned and it's, mm-hmm. if we get to this spot, we're going to this spot. You can't possibly p- plan for your starter coming out after two innings. And I don't have any complaints. I mean, like Saucedo after, yeah, I mean, Look, Saucedo struggled again. He got kind of ambushed by the situation, but the rest of the bullpen nails, yeah. absolutely nails and, and credit to Scott for putting him in the right spots to do that. Yeah. Look at the end of the day, you know, Saucedo's a professional. He's got to be ready at any given moment, but that's a really, really tough spot to to be thrust into. So I'm not going to hold that over his head too much. And he's obviously been, you know, absolutely nails for the most part this year as well. So I'm sure he'll, he'll be able to bounce back. Uh, but yeah, I, I love this game from Scott service and company. I thought, I think this was one of their most well maneuvered games that I can remember. Um, and really it does, uh, kind of, uh, all come down to that, that decision with the ninth inning and, and to bring in Spire over Munoz, because like you said, you got the two wins banked already. You are already have the series in the bag. You get to save Munoz for tomorrow, uh, and Spire's a better matchup than uh, than Munoz for Jordan, in my opinion. Um, and I, I look if that doesn't work out, then oh well, right? Like I like the process. That's one of those decisions where I like the process. If it doesn't work out, then so be it. I'm cool with it. Um, but yeah, so I love that because that's not something that we've seen service do. We've seen service kind of push the issue a lot and force Munoz to just kind of eat it like, you know, a couple of nights ago in Kansas City where he had to throw 42 pitches. 
And we've seen, you know, him force Paul Seawald into five games out of six days. We've seen him force Matt Brash into five games out of six days. And this was very uncharacteristic. And again, you talked about how he's had some issues and, and that crew in general have had some issues operating on the fly. But this was fantastic. This was perfect. So mm-hmm. A plus across the board for Scott Service and company. Mm-hmm. For me. I don't like the bond. I don't like the bond, but oh, whatever. Bullpen management, bullpen management is a yes. plus, 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 plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, there's not even anything to nitpick because everything just it, it made sense, right? Like, yeah. even if the result would have been bad, the process is still correct, right? Yeah. And when it comes to a manager, that's really the only thing I care about because the manager doesn't have control over the results. All he can do is put his guys in the best position to succeed. Mm -hmm. And Scott, I think, did his absolute best job of the season today uh, in that regard. So he absolutely deserves credit. So does ACTA. So does, you know, that entire coaching staff, Woodworth, uh, Voke in the bullpen, like everybody uh, gets an A. And that's that's fantastic. Uh, You know, and and you're kind of playing with a, you know, shorter, shorter bench today, too. I I don't think Caballero was actually available uh his his legs swelled up pretty good last night i guess so uh yeah i i think that you know it was a very a very you know uh job well done uh from scott uh but obviously first and foremost the guys coming out of the pen who all did their job and then some uh with the exception of Saucedo, who again just a rough situation and he just didn't have it and that that's going to happen so yeah real real quick and i don't want to make this show about this but from Valdez should be suspended he intentionally threw at Jose Caballero and he hurt him in the process. That's just not cool. That shouldn't fly. I know Major League Baseball is not going to do anything about it, but they should, yep. in my opinion. So anyway, all right, uh, let's talk about this offense, which had a, another really good uh, good day. I mean, they, they had a couple of missed opportunities, but still they dropped seven, especially against a tough pitcher in Hunter Brown. Uh, so uh, a really, really nice afternoon for the Mariners offensively. Uh, so we'll go over that in just a moment. But first, a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Mariners postgame show is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. And with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem promo code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 7-6 victory over the Houston Astros as they sweep. They are now within a half game of the Astros and the standings. And I believe, let me check real quick. Yeah, the Brewers now have a 6-1 to lead over the Texas Rangers as we're recording this in the top of the eighth. So the Mariners are six outs away from being three games back of the division lead. So don't look now, but things are getting interesting. Also, I want to remind you guys, as the Mariners are chasing down the Astros and the Sandings, we're also chasing down Locked On Astros as the most subscribed to Locked On MLB YouTube channel. I think we're now about 200 away. You guys really killed it yesterday. I think we got 100 plus subscribers yesterday when I asked you guys about this. So I'm going to ask you again, please, please, please hit the subscribe button down below our faces. It really, really helps. All right. So um, 
Julio, unfortunately, was not able to uh, make MLB history with five straight four-hit games. But uh, he gave his powers to Dom Canzone and Dylan Moore, apparently, because both of those guys went four for five today. Demo did it with all singles. Now, one of those was the uh, the infield pop-up that Alex Bregman allowed to fall to the carpet. But, uh, you know, whatever. We'll take it. Four-hit day for, for Demo. And then Dom Canzone had a, had a great day. A uh, couple of doubles, uh, three hard-hit balls in total. Uh, so your thoughts on this offense, Colby? Well, let's start with who? No, I'm joking. Um, no, no, no. Uh, you know, Julio still able to contribute today. He had some, you know, some rough at bats. There's no denying that. But the dude just post. And I mean, I thought, I honestly, after the first hit, I was like, oh, he's gonna do it again. Oh my god. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought he was insane. actually gonna. I thought he was gonna do yeah. it today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, whatever. Kind of back. Julio visits planet Earth for the first time in like four or five days. That that's fine. Um, it's over. Yeah, Julio yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah, see, he said that, not me. <laughs> right. Notice who said that. <laughs> right. Okay. But uh, no, it was interesting. You know, before the game, you look at the lineups and, and you kind of expect it on Sundays uh, because mm-hmm. Murphy's not in the lineup. He's been such a huge. So, you know, you're going to have O'Keefe, you know, that, uh, you know, probably going to have Mike Ford in there. Some, I mean, for some reason <laughs> over like Cade Marlowe, who's actually earned the at-bats and all. And you just kind of you look at that five through nine and I go like, this is a heat check game. Like, because that five through nine, you got Rojas hitting like seven, like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not looking great. And honestly, Canzone, he's flashed here and there, but he has not been that impressive since coming over uh, from Arizona, at least not to my eye. So you're kind of sitting there looking like, and I, I said as much like, yeah, one through four is going to have to like carry today. They're going to have to do some yeah. work. And, Actually, no, it was five through nine who carried today and, and one through five uh, chipped in. Uh, you know, obviously Julio scored a run, big double in the first, kind of get things going. Uh, Gino, big home run. Uh, mm-hmm. So they definitely contributed. But Ty, I think you have the numbers there in front of you. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, was, the, numbers it was here. the bottom of the lineup who who carried the Mariners to another victory today. Yeah, so so the one through four, that's, uh, that's Julio, that's Gino, that's Ty, and that's Teo. Uh, they went three for 19, one walk, 10 strikeouts home run a double two ribs five through nine however went 12 for 23 just four strikeouts two of those being cal raleigh who pinch hit for brian o'keefe two walks for rbi and by the way shout out to friend of the show brian o'keefe with a clutch two run double to make it six nothing at the top of the third he also had a big walk that loaded the bases unfortunately the mariners weren't able to convert but we won't talk about that uh but yeah just a, a great day for the for the bottom of the Mariners lineup awesome awesome it's always great when you get contributions out of uh unlikely places and like you said it was definitely a heat check game but this offense man this offense has been cooking without jp crawford uh it's been pretty remarkable to see and now they're going to get jp tomorrow which is awesome that he posted on his instagram about an hour ago that he's on a flight to chicago um so yeah, so this offense is going to get even better here, at least theoretically, you know, with adding JP back to the mix. Uh, they're in a great spot right now. They're in a complete opposite spot to the Astros, who, by the way, Colby, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Chandler, uh, is it Chandler Rome? Yeah, Chandler yeah. Rome. Uh, the Astros beat writer at The Athletic said that, uh, quote, Martin Maldonado called this sweep a slap in the face. The Astros... Had a team meeting after the game 
Maldonado said. He spoke along with a couple other guys. The Mariners, once again, I said it last night, but once again, the Mariners snatched the soul out of the Houston Astros in this series. And I mean, you could see it, right? I mean, Jose Altuve, I have never seen a guy of that caliber look more absent-minded during a game and during a series, really, than Jose Altuve did this weekend. I mean, is is he okay? Like, what's going on there? I mean, if he's not, and he still went like seven for sixteen in the series or whatever, then yeah, good for him. But yeah, there were some questionable decisions. But I I do enjoy the the quote from Maldonado. So if you if you would allow me, Ty, I would like to quote mm-hmm. from the great poet uh, Jason Siegel, uh, <laughs> who wrote a little ditty that I'm not going to sing, but mm-hmm. for Martine, uh, what is this feeling? That's put you in your place. A red hot burning on the side of your face. You feel the blood rush to your cheek. Tears start to fill your eyes. Mm -hmm. Your lips are trembling, but you can't speak. You're trying. Oh, you're trying not to cry. You just got slapped across the the face, my friend. You just got slapped. Yes, that really just happened. Everybody saw it and everybody laughed and clapped. It was awesome the way that you just got slapped. See you in let's, September, loser. Let's let's see some claps in the chat below for snaps, uh, Mr. Or, or snaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's see some snaps on the chat below. Um yeah, man. Uh this has been incredible content. <laughs> truly, truly. Just <laughs> loving every single moment of this. Just soaking it all in. Um the Mariners are eight and two against the Houston Astros this year, man. Like, and you know, I do wonder uh, back to Altuve real quick. I mean, Kyle Tucker has been dealing with an illness. I kind of wonder if maybe there's a bug going around the dugout or the clubhouse rather. Possibly. Uh, I, I, someone on Twitter, I couldn't verify this myself, but someone on Twitter said that Altuve was drinking Pedialyte in the, in the dugout. Maybe he's hung over after the uh, 2000 hits last night or possible. Uh, yeah. Possible. Maybe he's just fighting the same flu bug yeah. that uh, Tucker is. And that's one of those things. Like we don't know what's happening inside a clubhouse. Like whenever they're like, is this guy, why didn't they pinch hit this guy for this guy? It's like, well, maybe that guy's sick. Maybe that guy has stomach mm. issues. Maybe that guy, you know, has like a, has something in his neck because he slept wrong. And, and it's just like, we don't know. These guys are human, right? They still go through pains and ailments and all that stuff. So you, you never really know. But uh, yeah, that was such a weird series from Altuve because at the plate, he was good. Like he was good at the plate. Yeah. Everywhere else, he was questionable, <laughs> like at best. So that was like today, of- he, 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 clearly thought there were three outs when he stepped on second because like, he didn't even look at first like maybe he he doesn't have a play there but he doesn't even look at first to try and turn that double right. play and then the mariners end up scoring i think that was mm-hmm. before the o'keefe double right um, right and then there's the the pop-up that he makes the nice over the shoulder catch on and he turns around and fires home yeah. even though nobody was on third yep he strikes out on a uh on Pitch a clock violation yeah yeah, yeah. it's a big strikeout too yeah huge huge because yeah. uh Bregman tripled right after. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if Altuve got on base, that would have tied the game there. Um, yeah, man. It just, it was all kind of a, a perfect storm for the Mariners. And again, they just snatched the soul out of this team. So, see them in September. We'll see if anything changes there. But uh, like I said on the show yesterday, I, I think the Mariners have shown they've proven 
over the course of this weekend that they are definitively a better team than the Houston Astros. And uh, the standings are going to start reflecting that soon, I, I would guess. Right. And, you know, one, one other thing to keep in mind here, uh, it's, it's a very tight race, um, even, well, assuming Milwaukee doesn't blow a five-run lead. Uh, yep. you know, the division is very much in hand, like it, it's very much a possibility, especially since you still have seven games against Texas. Um, but again, right now, Houston, Seattle, and Toronto are all separated by one game. Houston's up a half a game uh, on Seattle. Seattle's up half a game on Toronto. Uh, Seattle will have the tiebreaker against both of those teams. Mm-hmm. So in reality, again, Toronto can't just, can't just uh, catch the Mariners and get in. They have to pass the Mariners to get in. Yeah. Seattle. Likewise, doesn't that, I mean, they don't even have, they don't have to pass the Astros. They just have to catch them. If they have the same record at the end of the year, the Mariners are getting in over the Astros uh, regardless of the seed. So yeah. uh, Yeah. Just something to keep in mind here. You know, the Mariners don't have the tiebreaker against a lot of teams that were in this wild card race. Uh, They didn't have it against the Yankees. They didn't have it against Cleveland. Uh, but they have it against Toronto, Toronto. They have it against Houston, which right now are the only two threats to you. Um, and then Boston is playing some good ball right now. They're hanging around. So mm-hmm. uh, you can't discount them, but that it was a season split and the Mariners are running away with the interdivision record because of their sweeps recently of the Astros and the angels. So uh, yeah. just something to keep in mind as we, you know, it looks like this thing is going to get determined by just one or two games down the stretch. And, and, you know, hopefully that, that, goes in the Mariners favor, but, uh, still, I don't want to say there's a lot of baseball left to be played. Cause there's really not, but we're not, it's not like there's a like lot can, a lot can yeah. still happen. Yeah. We, still we still got about six really weeks. Well. Yeah. We yeah. still got about six weeks worth of ball here. Um, so a lot can happen. Um, also, you know, Mariners have the current advantage in the, uh, the Rays season series, but obviously four more games to go in that season series. So that can change, but for now they, they have the, uh, the advantage there and they just need to win two more games in that series to have the tiebreaker over them as well, which may or may not play a factor here. I mean, the, the Rays still have a lot of wins banked right now, even though that they're really beat up. Obviously there's the whole you know that situation sure. at shortstop yeah <laughs> yeah so but yeah we'll see i mean the mariners are in a really really good spot right now just standings wise i mean obviously the offense is in a great spot the pitching is weathering the storm right now like it did today um i'm i'm so impressed with this ball club um and you know going back to what this offense did um you know in canzone and more with the pair of four hit games i mean that's what eight four hit games now on this road trip we got julio's four we've got teo we've got canzone we've got more and i think france had one in kc if i'm not mistaken i think he did yeah i think so correct me if i'm wrong down in the comments i know you guys love to do that <laughs> so but yeah I, I, the, the mariners at the very least have seven uh possibly eight four hit games on, on this road trip and they still got three more games to go uh in chicago uh and Obviously, they're getting J.P. Crawford back. Uh, let's talk about that in a second. But first, you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners' 7-6 to victory over the Houston Astros, securing a sweep over the Astros. And again, they're going to Chicago starting tomorrow for a three-game set. You can catch all the action on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. 
Uh, so that's what's next here, Colby. Uh, three games against the White Sox. This has been a historically a tough place for the Mariners to play. They have had uh, quite a bit of success, especially as of late, but it's always tough game, always kind of weird in Chicago. Uh, and, you know, bullpen, uh, they managed it really well. Again, like some of these guys that pitched today probably should be available tomorrow, but they could still really use seven plus out of Castillo tomorrow, right? Yeah, you know, and Luis was able to do that in Kansas City when they needed him to. The overall numbers weren't very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Neither was Luis, but he kind of managed it, um, bulldogged his way uh, into some some depth uh, that uh, the Mariners really needed. So hopefully he can do it again. Uh, you know, the White Sox series is going to be pretty similar to the Royal series, just in terms of, like, you're facing a bad team, the ballpark's going to be dead, like, you're not facing world beaters on the mound. Like you have to kind of create your own energy. Um, so yeah, you know, good news is you're going to avoid Dylan cease. Um, and so, uh, the pitching matchups again, will absolutely favor you. Uh, the one thing you do have to protect against is that you do have that off day coming on Thursday. You've already won six games on this road trip, which is kind of the number that we said, um, was the goal and anything over that was a bonus. So you don't want to get to the, you don't want to split these first two games and get to the, the, you know, the, um, the afternoon game and then just kind of feel like you can just pack it in because you've done enough. You have to keep the intensity up. You're yeah. not clear in any kind of playoff spot right now. So, um, yeah, I, I think again, expecting a sweep of any team is frankly ridiculous, but, uh, I think when it comes to Chicago, you got to find a way to win two or three and, and yeah. it would really behoove you to win tomorrow's game because then if, Tuesday's game is kind of, you know, a gray area. You can maybe take a few more chances knowing that you've already pocketed a win. So, uh, yeah, I think, I hope Luis can give him some, some innings. Uh, it'll be nice to have JP back in the lineup. Uh, you know, I, I think we should give some credit to, to Caballero and, and Dylan Moore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. they pretty much replaced JP's offense, uh, yeah. one, for one, I mean, they were, they were both really good, mm-hmm. uh, specifically Caballero, uh, It'll be nice to have JP back uh, playing shortstop, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, you know, the Mariners getting healthier. They'll add, they'll add Wu on Tuesday, I think is what it sounds like. He'll make that start. That would make the so, most sense, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the Mariners are getting healthier. Uh, they're adding, you know, their all-star quality shortstop. They're adding uh, number four, number five starter, at least, back to the rotation. Uh, and the bullpen is not in terrible shape, despite despite having to cover seven innings today. So it, you're you're in a good spot. You just have to keep playing well, you know, and, and yep. you're going to lose a game here and there. Like that's going to happen. You're not going to win, you know, 28 of your next 34 to wrap to wrap this thing up, maybe. But maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Put them put them the way that they're playing right now. I'm yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm just saying. Yeah. It seems unlikely. So you just have to keep playing good ball, man. Like again, you have to yeah. create your own energy. Uh, Chicago, I don't think is quite as dangerous as even Kansas City. Because uh, Kansas City's just on a heater right now in terms of their yeah. offense, but you still have to deal with Eloy. I think I don't know if he's died. Again uh, he, or not. He, he 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 got hurt during the the Jose Ramirez Tim Anderson thing. I don't know if anything came of that though, because I'm I'm not I'm not paying attention right. to the White Sox. I'm sorry, but I'm not yeah. paying attention. I'm, to the I'm pretty White sure Sox. Anderson's going to miss the first two games of the series. Yes, I don't think that will. really hurts you that much, to be honest. No, not with no. the way or. Uh, it doesn't help you much, uh, not with the way Anderson's playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously you still have Robert, uh, you know, you still have some guys in that lineup who can, hit, I mean, Gavin Sheets is a dangerous hitter. 
but no Jake Berger, obviously no yep. Giolito, no Lynn, uh, yep. no Bummer. Wait, did they they traded Bummer, right? I can't remember. I don't know. Graveman. They, they traded, traded Graveman, Kelly, yeah. I think. Yeah, they what? traded Kelly to the Dodgers. Yeah. Right. So this is a team that's not even as talented as the last time you saw them. So yeah. you definitely want to take advantage. You want to win two out of three. And I think if you do that, you just had like an A plus road trip. Uh so oh, yeah. Uh yeah, it's I mean, it's already pretty good. Just don't let up. Don't walk out of Chicago like, oh, somehow we lost three in a row. You have to keep playing well. You have to keep putting pressure. Uh and you know, earn that off day on Thursday, and then you can go into a home stand and hopefully keep that momentum going. Well, and how about this, right? You go on an eight-game win streak, you lose three in a row, and then right back on the horse, six-game win streak. Yeah. Awesome. And there's a very real path here to to making that nine and making that even more because, you know, again, look, I don't want to get too much into the whole, like, this is the easiest Careful. part of your schedule because you never because you never know. But on paper, I mean, the, the Mariners can do a lot of damage here, and, and hopefully they take as, as much advantage of that as they possibly can. So... Um, yeah, just, but at the end of the day, just keep on winning series. That's all you got to do. Just keep on winning series mm-hmm. and, and you're going to be able to get to where you want to go. So, right. By the way, uh, I don't know how you've been like managing all these score tip. What I like to do mm. until about September is I look at say, what do, what's the win total? I think that my team needs to get to make the playoffs yep. instead of trying to worry about Boston and Toronto and Houston and like all these other scores. So my number has been 90 for a while now. I think mm-hmm. 90 gets you in this year. Uh, yep. The Mariners to win 90 games uh, would have to go 21 and 17. That's the rest doable. of the way. That's, That's doable. very doable, especially with the way you play. You just have to be four games over 500. Yeah. And obviously like, the schedule, the schedule is going to get pretty tough in September. You got a series against the Dodgers. You got a series against the Rays. You sure, got but, a series against the Reds. Again, you don't want to assume either in either direction with the schedule, no. right? Because you never know what the actual context of those series is going to be until you get to that point. You don't know who's going to be out. You don't know what the pitching matchups are going to look like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But again, on paper, got some tough matchups, Reds, Dodgers, Rays, uh, right. a couple of series against the Rangers. You got another one against the Astros. Um, so, but at least I, I feel like you've created yourself some buffer here, some room for error, some room for, you know, a bad series, because look, the Mariners are g- going to have a bad series. That's just the reality yep. of it. That's baseball. Right? That's it's still going to happen. There's still going to be a, a moment probably in, in September where we think, oh, they might choke this away. But then, you know, kind of like, kind of like last the Kansas City. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like the Kansas City series last year. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think things will will work themselves out at the end of the day. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, the, the nice little twist of, of this year so far is that you're actually still in it with the division too. So mm-hmm. there's more than one path to the playoffs for you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it all comes down to playing well. And, and, you know, we talk about the schedule and all that stuff, but Hey, we thought Kansas city was the easy one. And it's like, don't get swept in Houston and then take care of business. And it turns out the Mariners played significantly better against Houston than they did Kansas city. I felt nowhere near as stressed out by this series as I did the no. Kansas city series, even when it was two, nothing like in, in and, the ninth and I'm game sure one, probably like, yeah. part of that is because the Royals are just bad. Right. So it's like, don't, don't lose. Yeah, so if you series. lose to the Astros, you're like, I mean, yeah, the Astros, yeah, are whatever good. it's the Astros. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, the, the Brewers are trying to give this game back to the, to the Rangers it's two outs runners on the corners, six yeah. to two now. And Devin Williams is coming out, uh, is coming in to hopefully put out the fire. Yeah, so Nathaniel Lowe up at the plate. 
Lau. He's a low, right? It's low. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Lau is the only Lau. See, I would try to remember that as like Tampa has the Lau, but Tampa also has the other low. Yeah. So and and Nathaniel Lowe was also a ray yeah. at one point like <laughs> for a moment, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Either way, good vibes all around. Mariners mm-hmm. keep on winning games. Uh That's right. Oh, by the way, I want to give a quick shout out to Dave Sims, who didn't even try to pretend to be not biased <laughs> during the broadcast today. Uh, he's just calling guys Gino and Teo, and and yeah. I love that Astros fans had to sit through that for all nine innings today. <laughs> awesome. Just. Mwah. Well, the other so. guy was besides Roland Smith. He was the Astros play-by-play guy, right? Or like, oh, is he? I don't. I I thought he was. Um. But yeah, it was still two two to one Mariners in, in the booth and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it was like, why do you want the guy to try to? I don't get I don't get that. I really don't. So, Sim- Simsy uh, didn't even really get excited. Like when the Astros scored, like it was, yeah, it was like, really, yeah, it was really five Mariners, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Dylan Moore with the best hit of all time. Like, hmm. all right, well, you know, yeah, yeah. but uh, no, it was it was a fun series, like lots of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh the Peacock broadcast is awful though. <laughs> like let's just throw that out there. The number of times that like they would go to a replay and then they like cut back to the game, like as the hitter was swinging the bat, like, Oh, the worst one was the live umpire cam. I can't see the ball. No. Well, that sucked too, because like you show also, us that, that camera and... is terrible quality, by the way, right. like terrible. But by the way, uh, Brewers win. So three back, three yes. back, maybe. Uh, but yeah, that one was awful because they would show that live and said like, that's a replay camera. That's like, a replay camera. Yeah, absolutely. You show that, like absolutely. you put that on your YouTube channel afterwards. You're like, Oh, NFL broadcast. Don't like. show, don't show you the pylon cam during live yeah. footage. Like it's like, Oh yeah, we're at, we're at first and goal at the one. Let's go to the pylon cam for the best view. Like, no, show us from the center field camera. And then if you want yeah. to be like, Oh, what do you think? Is that ball? Is that a ball or a strike? Then you go to the umpire cam. This is what yeah. the umpire is seeing. Like it's a supplemental yeah. camera. It shouldn't be being used like when there's action on the field, yeah. but whatever. Um, that was, yeah, that wasn't great. Um, no, but I like the graphics. I like the yeah. graphics of the, you they, know, like the score. They totally borrowed them from root. Like, sure. Yeah. Like the, um, the exit velos and the, and like the, Oh yeah. Yeah. That hit outline, uh, ballpark outlines or whatever. Like those are root. I think but, that's just the stat casting though. Yeah, it probably is. I think that's just like the standard stat cast thing. Uh, but yeah, like I, I like that aspect of the production, but yeah, the, the overall <laughs> broadcast wasn't wasn't great. And also just like, why are we making this less accessible for, for fans in general? Like I had multiple people tell me on Twitter today that they had to pay like $6 just to watch the yeah. game today. Like, come on, what are we doing? Right, these are these are like two of the best teams in baseball. Yeah. And you're going to stick them on a, a second tier streaming app. Because at the very least with Apple free. TV, right? Like yeah, you can still free. use, yeah, you can still use it for free. Like you don't have to be an Apple TV right. uh, subscriber to to use it, right? But I think with Peacock, you you had to be, as far as I'm right. aware. I, I living in Canada, I just still watch it on MLB TV. Like it just because yeah. we don't have Peacock here, so it just shows the broadcast on MLB TV. But yeah, yeah. Um, I would just, you know, I know we're running late here, so we'll wrap. Whatever. It up. I mean, still, we'll wrap it up. We're, <laughs> we're out of stuff to say, anyways. Yeah. And now I'm vamping because I forgot what I was going to say. Sure. Good one. Oh, you got it? No. No, <laughs> no you lost it. Just All completely right. lost it. That's, that's going to do it for us then. Thank you so much for... <laughs>
Uh, joining us here on the Locked On Mirrors pod, uh, post-game show. Wow, now I'm messing up. You got, you're got giving me the yips now. Uh, for Colby Patnode, I'm Titan Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And again, because I forgot to say this earlier on in the show, I have to say it twice. You can catch the Mariners and the White Sox starting tomorrow on the Mariners Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. And again, you can catch the Mariners and the White Sox on the Mariners Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 7-6 victory over the Houston Astros. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you next time. Peace.